so much for tuning in to another episode of Making Dough Restaurant Show. I'm your host, Ingham, a restaurant owner just like you. And on this show, we talk about restaurant marketing, we talk about restaurant management, we answer your questions, and much more. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. Today we're talking about running a SWOT analysis of your restaurant. What is a SWOT analysis? SWOT analysis stands for S-W-O-T, or Strengths, Weaknesses, Opportunities, and Threats. As I'm recording this episode, it is January, and it's a fantastic time to run an analysis, like a SWOT analysis of your restaurant to gather a lot of insight and perspective so you get clarity as to what you need to focus on in the upcoming year, or this year, or the following year. Now, if you're watching this episode on a September 20th, it still is valid and it's again, it's a great analysis to run uh, for your restaurant. Conducting a SWOT analysis is a very strategic and simplified way to focus on different areas of your restaurant that actually matter. There are so many things that probably goes into your restaurant that are extremely frustrating. Some are small, some are bigger, some things annoy you. I know a lot of this is valid for us, but solving those small problems will not get us big results. So one of the things we want to focus on and figure out solving some of the bigger problems so we can, again, get bigger results. So one of the things that you can consider is that when we run a SWOT analysis, you can do it on a macro level or a micro level. It is critical to put your team, especially your management team, through this SWOT analysis for them to do this analysis without your help so you can gain a lot of perspective as to you know what is that what it is that they believe or perceive as being the strengths weaknesses threats and opportunities of your restaurant so let's talk about strengths and the positive side of your business so we're going to talk about the strengths so one of the things you want to do is again in, in that pdf uh, that you'll print i have all of these questions and the things I'm going to go over. But talking about strengths of your restaurant, you need to take like 15 minutes and think about all the strengths that your restaurant has. What you want to do is think about your restaurant in comparison to other restaurants that sell the same food, whether you're a pizzeria, you are a Mexican restaurant or a burger joint or a bakery, it doesn't matter. One, you want to compare yourself to other restaurants in your three to five mile radius that sell the same cuisine and then also you want to compare your restaurant to all the other restaurants including if your grocery store uh, also sells like food or similar food uh, to what you sell so some of the areas to focus on that could be your strength or your weakness uh, could be some of the following i'm going to read um, this again there's a lot of them that i've written here for you uh, your ticket time, it could be your dining experience, your service, your reputation, your branding, your price point. Are you thinking you're, it's a weakness or a strength that what you're providing, you are the fastest, um, you know, in serving your customers, your ticket times are really short, or is it that you're the cheapest? Is it that it's your branding, it's your reputation? your uh, menu offerings all the variety of foods that you provide versus maybe other restaurants don't offer the variety that you do provide your online presence your marketing strategy your training systems your hiring and training and termination system your brand story and how you communicate it online your finances and how you handle your books your labor percentage you know would you say these are weak or strong again right um, your core management team your location and easy access or visibility 
your business and your working relationships? Do you have a lot of, do you do a lot of networking with businesses around your HR system? You have a unique selling proposition. Is that, a, is that a strength or it's a weakness? Where are you? Do you think that, you know, we're actually pretty strong within in this category or we're not? Your decor, your ambiance, your diet options of the menu you provide, you know, like you are, you have a section for gluten-free people. Is there that, for instance, you're like, I'm a burger joint, but we do also have buns for gluten-free people or not, right? That could be a strength. That could be something that makes you stand out or maybe it's a weakness um, that you have, right? So again, what you wanna do is look at all these things that um, I added or add your own. Look that, you know what, actually we're very strong in these areas. No, our ticket times are really long comparing to other pizzerias and or, or whatever, you know? So you wanna, again, look at your strength and your weaknesses. In the meantime, just choose these things. We will look over and I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do with that information in a minute. Next, we're gonna talk about opportunities. I love talking about that and thinking about this category, which is the opportunities you have. Uh, again, you can just, I'm simply gonna read what I have, just a bunch of bullet points. Where there is a gap in the market is ultimately an opportunity that you have to maximize and take your restaurant to the next level. If you continue doing what you've been doing, you're gonna to continue to get the same results. And if we wanna grow our sales tremendously, continue 10, 15, 20%, month after month, quarter after quarter, we gotta be looking for opportunities and continue to innovate. Look, another opportunity could be, is there a particular demographic that is underserved? Hypothetically, there are no bars or are there um, places that serve, have a variety of craft beer, but they're not very family friendly, right? So which demographic is underserved? What food offering is missing in your community? For instance, you're like, I'm a pizzeria and nobody else offers gluten-free or, well, nowadays everybody offers gluten-free crust or something like that. Or is it like hypothetically, no one's considering keto diet, which as you know, is this hot thing going on about people cutting carbs. Maybe people are, uh, you know, there are no other restaurants or pizzerias hypothetically uh, that has keto friendly options. That could be a great opportunity. And that's actually one of the things we are focusing on in 2019 for our pizzeria. Again, as an opportunity to capture a new demographic and segment of the market. Are there new dining options that you can explore? Hypothetically, you currently don't have any deliveries right? Or, you know, your takeout process isn't very smooth. Um, and that could be a great opportunity as you know, more and more people want food, their food delivered or they want to pick up their food. Is there any opportunities with a partnership that you can have with a business that doesn't necessarily compete with you? For instance, there is a bouncy house business kind of a thing that serves families with young kids and you're a restaurant owner who serves families, how can you partner with them? Are there opportunities around you for partnerships that will help you grow your sale and your reach? Other opportunities uh, you can think about is if you were to purchase some equipment that could uh, potentially allow you to um, handle more sales with more ease, that again would be an opportunity for you to grow your sales. What has happened to us is every time we've gotten a new oven and increased our capacity, somehow we've been able to serve more people and our sales have grown. I don't know, partly maybe because we've been able to lower our ticket times. I don't know exactly why it's been, but it is an opportunity that you can think about. Hey, if I purchase an equipment, and obviously there has got to be a strategy with that. I'm not saying just go spend a lot of money on equipment, but you know what I'm saying. 
Hey, sorry to interrupt. I wanted to tell you that I got a free PDF on the website for you called 52 Ways to Grow Your Restaurant Sales. Why 52? Because a year has 52 weeks and growing your restaurant sales is a whole lot like farming where every single week we're going to sow some seeds and in good times uh, we're going to reap a good harvest. So if you're interested in that free PDF where I'm going to go over 52 different ways uh, to grow your restaurant sales, click on the link below, go to uh, makingdoughshow.com and download it and as always put it into practice and make some dough. Other opportunities you can think of is what is going on trend-wise uh, on a national level that you can write on, hypothetically the, the healthy movement, right? Is there an opportunity for you to add some healthier options? Or the the Grubhub movement of the, all the deliveries, you know, we had the Blue Apron and the HelloFresh, all that movement um, also in 2017, uh, that there were these companies were popping out of nowhere, right? That would have been a great opportunity for your restaurant to think about, hey, how can I also uh, have an add-on where people are able to take food home and they will uh, bake it in their oven, right? Something like that. What's going on on a national level that you can tap into these trends as an opportunity to grow your sales? Let's talk about threats. Especially you need to pay attention to this, especially if things are going really good for your restaurant. I think a lot of restaurants did very good in this year. I don't know if the economy has been good. People have had a lot of spending money. Maybe it's the tax cuts. We don't know. But it is critical for us to be on offense and always be thinking about, you know, what threats are coming our way that we need to be prepared for before they arrive. Are there any new restaurants that are coming in to town that may serve the same food as you do or not even. It could be, uh, for instance, for us, we're getting two movie theaters um, with a bunch of restaurants and stuff around them this year. We're getting an Ikea and Threats is partly the food they serve. So for instance, I'm telling you the, the theaters, they're supposed to have a pizzeria. We, we have pizzerias. Um, they're gonna have it like a build your own style, like mod pizza and all that in their theater where people can go in, get the food, and go sit at the, and watch the movie and eat their pizza. Another thing that's a big threat is the challenge of finding staff. And we do have an Amazon facility uh, near us. Their starting rate is $12 an hour. Uh, we're getting Ikea. They're going to pay a lot, you know. So that is a challenge, finding staff. So that is a threat to our restaurant for us to be thinking about, dude, how are we going to attract people? Uh, so we have our pipeline full of people who want to come work for us because that is a big challenge. So now that we have our list of our strengths, our weaknesses, opportunities that we see and also the threats, it is very important for us to look and be like, you know, how can I turn those weaknesses into our strengths and how can I turn those threats into an opportunity? What you want to focus on is the 80-20 rule. What's the 20% that's going to have 80% impact? Which one of your weaknesses has the potential that if you were to turn it into a strength can have an 80% impact in your business? Same as with the threats. As you're thinking about the projects that you want to work on or new systems to create or new marketing initiatives that you're going to start, it is critical to for us to do this SWOT analysis so you get a good perspective and understanding of where your business is at. I hope that this analysis was insightful and maybe even some surprising results of things that you had not considered. I hope you involve your team so you can get their feedback and their perspective so you have a richer perspective when it comes to you making decisions. Now briefly I wanted to go over what I meant by micro SWOT analysis that again you could do with your team. 
Micro SWOT analysis refers to isolating smaller aspects of your business and look at their strengths, weakness, opportunities, and threats. For instance, running a SWOT analysis of your back of the house, SWOT analysis of your training systems, SWOT analysis of your front of the house, SWOT analysis of your marketing systems, SWOT analysis of your kitchen manager. What is their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are the threats that you can see and opportunities with this individual? I think that that information could be very insightful if you're going to have a performance evaluation uh, of a kind with your manager. I go way more in depth in this uh, with all the questions and all that on that checklist uh, that I mentioned. Be sure to download it, click on the link below and go download that and put it into practice. I hope that information was helpful to you to save you time so you can focus on the right things to get the right results to grow your sales in 2019 like never before and make a whole lot of dough. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you right here next week on Making Dough Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Making Dough Restaurant Show. I'm your host, Ingham, a restaurant owner just like you. And on this show, we talk about restaurant marketing, we talk about restaurant management, we answer your questions, and much more. So if you're new here, consider subscribing. Today we're talking about running a SWOT analysis of your restaurant. What is a SWOT analysis? SWOT analysis stands for S-W-O-T, or Strengths weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. As I'm recording this episode, it is January, and it's a fantastic time to run an analysis, like a SWOT analysis of your restaurant to gather a lot of insight and perspective so you get clarity as to what you need to focus on in the upcoming year, or this year, or the following year. Now, if you're watching this episode on a September 20th, it still is valid, and it's, again, it's a great analysis to run uh, for your restaurant. Conducting a SWOT analysis is a very strategic and simplified way to focus on different areas of your restaurant that actually matter. There are so many things that probably goes into your restaurant that are extremely frustrating. Some are small, some are bigger, some things annoy you. I know a lot of this is valid for us, but solving those small problems will not get us big results. So one of the things we want to focus on and figure out solving some of the bigger problems so we can, again, get bigger results. So one of the things that you can consider is that when we run a SWOT analysis, you can do it on a macro level or a micro level. It is critical to put your team, especially your management team, through this SWOT analysis for them to do this analysis without your help so you can gain a lot of perspective as to you know what is a, what it is that they believe or perceive as being the strengths, weaknesses, threats, and opportunities of your restaurant. So let's talk about strengths and the positive side of your business. So we're going to talk about the strengths. So one of the things you want to do is, again, in, in that PDF, uh, that you'll print. I have all of these questions and the things I'm going to go over, but talking about strengths of your restaurant, you need to take like 15 minutes and think about all the strengths that your restaurant has. What you want to do is think about your restaurant in comparison to other restaurants that sell the same food, whether you're a pizzeria, you are a Mexican restaurant or a burger joint or a bakery, it doesn't matter. One, you want to compare yourself to other restaurants in your three to five mile radius that sell the same 
cuisine. And then also you want to compare your restaurant to all the other restaurants, including if your grocery store uh, also sells like food or similar food uh, to what you sell. So some of the areas to focus on that could be your strength or your weakness uh, could be some of the following. I'm going to read um, this again. There's a lot of them that I've written here for you. Uh, your ticket time, it could be your dining experience, your service, your reputation, your branding, your price point. Are you thinking you're, it's a weakness or a strength that what you're providing, you are the fastest um, you know, in serving your customers, your ticket times are really short, or is it that you're the cheapest? Is it that it's your branding, it's your reputation, your uh, menu offerings, all the variety of foods that you provide versus maybe other restaurants don't offer the variety that you do provide. Your online presence, your marketing strategy, your training systems, your hiring and training and termination system, your brand story and how you communicate it online your finances and how you handle your books, your labor percentage, you know, would you say these are weak or strong? Again, right, um, your core management team, your location and easy access or visibility, your business and your working relationships, do you have a lot of, do you do a lot of networking with businesses around? Your HR system, you have a unique selling proposition. Is that, a, is that a strength or it's a weakness? Where are you? Do you think that you know we're actually pretty strong within in this category or we're not? Your decor, your ambiance, your diet options of the menu you provide, you know, like you are you have a section for gluten-free people. Is there that, for instance, you're like, I'm a burger joint, but we do also have buns for gluten-free people or not, right? That could be a strength. That could be something that makes you stand out or maybe it's a weakness um, that you have, right? So again, what you wanna do is look at all these things that um, I added or add your own. Look that, you know what, actually we're very strong in these areas. No, our ticket times are really long comparing to other pizzerias and or, or whatever, you know? So you wanna, again, look at your strength and your weaknesses. In the meantime, just choose these things. We will look over and I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do with that information in a minute. Next, we're gonna talk about opportunities. I love talking about that and thinking about this category, which is the opportunities you have. Uh, again, you can just, I'm simply gonna read what I have, just a bunch of bullet points. Where there is a gap in the market is ultimately an opportunity that you have to maximize and take your restaurant to the next level. If you continue doing what you've been doing, you're gonna to continue to get the same results. And if we wanna grow our sales tremendously, continue 10, 15, 20%, month after month, quarter after quarter, we gotta be looking for opportunities and continue to innovate. Look, another opportunity could be, is there a particular demographic that is underserved? Hypothetically, there are no bars or are there um, places that serve, have a variety of craft beer, but they're not very family friendly, right? So which demographic is underserved? What food offering is missing in your community? For instance, you're like, I'm a pizzeria, and nobody else offers gluten-free, or, well, nowadays everybody offers gluten-free crust or something like that. Or is it, like, hypothetically, no one's considering keto diet, which, as you know, is this hot thing going on about people cutting carbs. Maybe people are, uh, you know, there are no other restaurants or pizzerias, hypothetically, uh, that has keto-friendly options. That could be a great opportunity, and that's actually one of the things we are focusing on in 2019 for our pizzeria again, as an opportunity to capture a new demographic and segment of the market. Other new dining options that you can explore? Hypothetically, you currently don't have any deliveries, right? Or, you know, your takeout process isn't very smooth. 
um, and that could be a great opportunity as you know more and more people want food their food delivered or they want to pick up their food is there any opportunities with a partnership that you can have with a business that doesn't necessarily compete with you for instance there is a bouncy house business kind of a thing that serves families with young kids and you're a restaurant owner who serves families how can you partner with them are there opportunities around you for partnerships that will help you grow your sale and your reach other opportunities uh, you can think about is if you were to purchase some equipment that could uh, potentially allow you to um, handle more sales with more ease that again would be an opportunity for you to grow your sales what has happened to us is every time we've gotten a new oven and increased our capacity somehow we've been able to serve more people and our sales have grown i don't know partly maybe because we've been able to lower our ticket times i don't know exactly why it's been but it is an opportunity that you can think about hey if i purchase an equipment and obviously there has got to be a strategy with that i'm not saying to just go spend a lot of money on equipment but you know what i'm saying hey sorry to interrupt i wanted to tell you that i got a free pdf on the website for you called 52 ways to grow your restaurant sales why 52 because a year has 52 weeks and growing your restaurant sales is a whole lot like farming where every single week we're going to sow some seeds and in good times uh, we're going to reap a good harvest so if you're interested in that free pdf where i'm going to go over 52 different ways uh, to grow your restaurant sales click on the link below go to uh, makingdoughshow.com and download it and as always put it into practice and make some dough other opportunities you can think of is what is going on trend-wise uh, on a national level that you can write on hypothetically the the healthy movement right is there an opportunity for you to add some healthier options or the the Grubhub movement of the, all the deliveries you know we had the blue apron and the hello fresh all that movement um, also in 2017 uh, that there were these companies were popping out of nowhere right that would have been a great opportunity for your restaurant to think about hey how can I also uh, have an add-on where people are able to take food home and they will uh, bake it in their oven right something like that what's going on on a national level that you can tap into these trends as an opportunity to grow your sales Let's talk about threats, especially you need to pay attention to this, especially if things are going really good for your restaurant. I think a lot of restaurants did very good in this year. I don't know if the economy has been good. People have had a lot of spending money. Maybe it's the tax cuts. We don't know. But it is critical for us to be on offense and always be thinking about, you know, what threats are coming our way that we need to be prepared for before they arrive. Are there any new restaurants that are coming in to town that may serve the same food as you do or not even. It could be, uh, for instance, for us, we're getting two movie theaters um, with a bunch of restaurants and stuff around them this year. We're getting an Ikea and Threats is partly the food they serve. So for instance, I'm telling you the, the theaters, they're supposed to have a pizzeria. We, we have pizzerias. Um, they're gonna have like a build your own style, like mod pizza and all that in their theater where people can go in get the food and go sit at the and watch the movie and eat their pizza another thing that's a big threat is the challenge of finding staff and we do have an amazon facility uh, near us their starting rate is 12 dollars an hour uh, we're getting ikea they're gonna pay a lot you know so that is a challenge finding staff so that is a threat to our restaurant for us to be thinking about dude how are we going to attract people uh, so we have our pipeline full of people who want to come work for us. 
because that is a big challenge. So now that we have our list of our strengths, our weaknesses, opportunities that we see, and also the threats, it is very important for us to look and be like, you know, how can I turn those weaknesses into our strengths? And how can I turn those threats into an opportunity? What you want to focus on is the 80-20 rule. What's the 20% that's going to have 80% impact? Which one of your weaknesses has the potential that if you were to turn it into a strength, can have an 80% impact in your business. Same as with the threats. As you're thinking about the projects that you wanna work on or new systems to create or new marketing initiatives that you're going to start, it is critical to for us to do this SWOT analysis so you get a good perspective and understanding of where your business is at. I hope that this analysis was insightful and maybe even some surprising results of things that you had not considered. I hope you involve your team so you can get their feedback and their perspective so you have a richer perspective when it comes to you making decisions. Now briefly I wanted to go over what I meant by micro SWOT analysis that again you could do with your team. Micro SWOT analysis refers to isolating smaller aspects of your business and look at their strengths, weakness, opportunities and threats. For instance, running a SWOT analysis of your back of the house. SWOT analysis of your training systems, SWOT analysis of your front of the house, SWOT analysis of your marketing systems, SWOT analysis of your kitchen manager. What is their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are the threats that you can see and opportunities with this individual? I think that that information could be very insightful if you're going to have a performance evaluation uh, of a kind with your manager. I go way more in depth in this uh, with all the questions and all that on that checklist uh, that I mentioned. Be sure to download it, click on the link below and go download that and put it into practice. I hope that information was helpful to you to save you time so you can focus on the right things to get the right results, to grow your sales in 2019 like never before and make a whole lot of dough. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you right here next week on Making Dough Show.